podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. And it's Walsh's turn to fuck up the uh, technical difficulties portion of the pod. He, he accidentally muted his microphone the entire time. So I have to use the backup recording from Skype. So it sounds like he's Skyping in from like some fucking ass fuck dick fuck land. And that's what we're going to use. So sorry. Uh, bad job by you. Thanks for everyone for listening. Okay. <laughs> Nine fixtures earlier today. My head is properly spinning. How'd you do this week? Um, tidy week for Adam. Team Adam, eighty-five points. I uh, jumped up to twenty-three k OR, so I'm right knocking on the door of ten k. Just went well, I guess. Like all of uh, every team, like all the slackers, all the hardcore dudes did pretty well this week with scores of mid seventies or like being low, and then some up to the hundreds. But yeah, this was a week for us, right? Yeah, it was a week for us, I think. Like we had Captain Raz and then Kane, we held Kane, he came in. Um my triple Chelsea defense came in for the second week running, which is really nice. Loftus Cheek came in with an assist and BAP. So I mean I was sitting on eighty going into the United game with Jones, Paul, and Lukaku and I was like, Oh boy, like what's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, that's here? like nailed a hundred points. Yeah, I was thinking I was like, maybe I'm gonna hit a ton this week and then but anyway. Good week. Everything's good. Going up. Everything feels good. How about you? Same. I mean, and just to put a number to the this is a week for us thing that I'm talking about, the top 10K outscored the overall average by like almost 12 this week. Usually they're they're pretty fucking close. Like they're with single digits for sure. Like as close to one point, sometimes overall is higher, but they're usually within like five. So yeah, just a huge week for like active players and patience and Kane paid off for both of us. I brought in Sterling for Silva and captain him. That paid off. Obviously Salah, but everyone has him. Um, Loftus Sheik for me too. Christensen and Chelsea D keep it going. Chaz Austin with a goal before he fucking <laughs> stomped and got injured. Uh, how long is he going to be out? Like He's going to be injured for the exact amount of time that he's banned for. That's what I was about to say. That is bullshit. Like, I would be furious if I was lossal and I had a fucking sliced cheek open. I'd be like, no, he should be, he needs to get fully fit and then serve his violent conduct suspension. That's absolutely ludicrous. But, you know, he's doing his thing. He's going on vacation. Chaz and Fat Drake are going to get hookers oh. and blow, and they're going to have a fucking bender of benders this festive period oh next God. week. And they're they're going to resurface. Yeah, five years like, from now, they're going to be bouncers <laughs> at a club in Watford or something. We're going to hear it's going to be Jan, Jan 1, two Premier League players arrested in Phuket, Thailand. <laughs> it's going to be fucking these two guys. Oh, that's so spot on, dude. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fucking stoked. I went up almost 100K, so... I've had an erratic last few weeks, but overall a big net positive for me. And you know the Dilva Dilva shit was annoying, but Sterling, you know, flew so fuck it. And then like I didn't even I only had ten men this week, and I still got a nice green. So my fucking bench was all red flags, <laughs> and then Lejeune didn't play. <laughs> it's just like scenic. Not, not great, but 
Yeah, the Dilvis shit. I mean, it is what it is. We the Friday early game kind of fucked us when we found out he was training. We probably both would have held, but like you said, I mean for you it worked out obviously bring Sterling and Captain him finally of Sterling and so we'll figure out how to get how to get big cock Delva back in soon. Exactly. It is frustrating though in a week where we both hit captain on Sterling that like Salah and Kane both explode, you know? It's been pretty I feel like every week. Like there was a couple weeks ago too and we hit someone and then Salah. Yeah, we did hit it. Kane every, and then Salah yeah. matched him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it just, kind of been if Salah just blanked, we the greens would just be so much higher. But you know yes. not gonna yep. not gonna No, Salah that. doesn't blank, so it's that's a dumb thought. He doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um let's shout out the month to month patrons prize league, mug league leader. I believe it's Barry and James, aka Golden Gate FC roaring forward with a ninety five pointer. Um additional shout to Pash. He's been top of the table the last two game weeks, but the FPL site takes so fucking long to update the shit that we just haven't had it ready for pod time. And then, yeah, hash rhymes with cash. He's just felt bad because he was tops for two weeks. And yeah, shouts are fun. Shouts are fun. But shouts are fun, and we didn't get to shout him. Yeah, potting the day of the game's ending, and we have to like try and do math, which is obviously not our strong suit. So. Yeah, no maths. <laughs> And shout out the new this new website that tweeted into me. Um, this is not a sponsorship. It's just a good fucking website. It's fantasypl.com, but it's without the A, so it's f n t s y p l dot com. They heard they heard me fucking moaning about that field tables not being updated, and they made a thing where you can see the live updated tables for mini league. So that's how I know it's Barry and James. And thank you to those guys for doing that. Um, Fucking MD Doherty won clinch the Survivor League. Over. So it's over. It's all it's all done. He's gonna get a custom FML field bobblehead doll of me and you. So that's good for him. Fantastic for him. And the public league leader still Tor, you know. I mean Yossi and Will C are creeping up on him, but Tor Tor for life. Um, where do you want to kick off? Uh, why don't we start with your alma mater, Liverpool, because mm. we didn't really touch on them last week because it was not a good time to touch on them. But I think <laughs> we have to we have to talk about them here. What did you see? What do you see in the assets? I mean, obviously Salah will just put him in a corner. I mean, I don't have to mention him, but I, I mean, what's going to on? Talk about him. I I I mean, Phil is just he's been flying. I mean, like he didn't start obviously against Everton. Everton Gate, and then. Three out of the next other four matches, other than Everton, he's just dong for fun. He's t- an eighteen pointer, a thirteen pointer, and an eight pointer. I mean, like I feel like Scott Tempe Bug is always asking me about Phil. He's always interested in Phil, and I always tell him like, even if he doesn't look good, if he looks kind of out of form, whatever, it it just doesn't matter. He's gonna just come in with FPL points. He's inconsistently fit. And that's a big problem in real life and in fantasy. But when he's fit, like his points per game are always elite level for FPL midfielders. So I am very, very interested in a Liverpool double up with him and Salah. It's just a lot of money. Um, otherwise, I mean, Bobby Bobby came through for everyone except for us. <laughs> everyone who brought him in, back-to-back double digits. I fuck him off right before back-to-back double digits, of course, killed him. Yeah, I mean, ah. I didn't look at stats. It wasn't that dissimilar 
to everything that we've been saying. I mean, he had a really good game. He usually has really good games. He still didn't like shoot that much or do that much. Check probably should have saved his goal, and the goal last week was offsides. You know, so it's it doesn't feel. He's still running into points though, and yeah, he's at, he is, he's he at is. a good price. So and and when he gets points, he gets bones, and we yeah. we've known that from the start. I mean, he has. The last three games he's returned and he's got max bones twice and two bones this week. So that's good. And Liverpool are a really good attacking side when everyone's fit. So I understand it. I just still would put like Phil ahead of him if I'm going to spend basically the same amount of money, I think. Sure. Yeah, I agree. I think with the difference with Firmino is just lack of option. Like with, with Phil, you have City, you know, fucking 10, 15 guys on a list that you, you're fighting for his spot and with Firmino in the striker bracket, if you don't have, you know, Kane, Aguero, Lukaku, then it's basically or Murata, then there's just no one else. There's so. no one. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of four five ones, a lot of three five twos. Yeah, Firmino's suddenly in a lot of teams, so I'm a little getting a little bit nervous not owning him now because he's in a lot of teams. A yeah, I mean, Murata, I, a lot he, of Murata sells sales yeah, to him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the last like two weeks, he's just flown up, and and with Austin injury this week, I'm sure. People will find a way to bring him in again. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, defense. That, I feel like that's mostly it from Liverpool. I mean, defense, fucking. Jeep, fine. Gomez, fine. Yeah, it's the, they're still fine. fine. You're still rotating them. You're, you're not starting them in Ars- against Arsenal, you know? I still think they're fine. Matip is rumored to be back soon, so I'm not certain that Klavan is safe, but at the same time, I feel like you won't shake it up because. From the center backs have been really good, even though obviously Mignolet and Gomez had had pretty bad games. Um, yeah, Mignolet in right? What? Mignolet in right? Yeah, yeah. I I brought him in for De Gea. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah right yeah. after for the United game. For yeah. Him, for him, for him. Yeah, yeah. God, okay. he is. He is. <laughs> I, I, in the post match Anfield rap shit, one of them said like. That that's a grotesque error, and they were all just like, they were, you could like hear the anger in their voice, and they're just like, oh, like grotesque, <laughs> like they just couldn't think of a worse word. It was fucking bad. Eh, it was bad. Bad, bad job by him. Okay, bad job by him. Point point away at Arsenal. Not like too miffed at the end of the day, though. Two points dropped. Two points dropped, and a point. Let's go over to Richarlison <laughs> because he's fucking blank city for fun. Yeah, you have you have. I haven't had him all fucking season. Yeah, I feel like I need your perspective on him because I've had him for so long. Maybe I'm blinded or biased or fallacy. Like, do you think I should just rip him straight out? Is he just straight out of everyone's team? I don't think I would go that far. I think it's kind of echoing what we were talking about last year about when we we're kind of talking about differentials and where do you find differentials in your team? Um, you know, he had assist two, three week, three game weeks ago, but yeah, he's been doing poorly. Still, like the eye tests. I mean, Watford are kind of fucked up. This is the first game they didn't have a red card, but I mean, they weren't good today. They didn't fucking score against Brighton, who are not, you know, a top four side or anything like that. So I think it's more of a problem with where do you go in his price range. Like, I see people starting to talk about Lingard a little bit more and things like that. But realistically, it seems like people are kind of waiting to do him out to like Arnie in game week 22 for the double because he still has Leicester and Swansea home, home next to. I mean, I've been getting paid well by not having him with the points just because he's not been doing it, and he's in so many active teams. So many teams, yeah. So many teams. And I think it's kind of a little bit herd mentality where people kind of forgot about really looking at his spot on your team critically. 
because he's been in so many teams for so long. For I mean, three months basically, three months running. Right, he's been, right, right. And but if you look at his returns, I mean, the last time he had a ten pointer was game week seven. He has four bonus points all season. We're almost we're at game week nineteen just in the books. I mean, he's not like really that great. He hasn't been that great for a while. So yes, yeah, he had that just, little period. It's just so tricky because he. I mean, it wasn't like a little period from like game week six through 13. Like that's a lot big chunk of the season. He was just a god. He returned almost every game. And then he he blanked, blanked home United, blanked home Spurs, red card, red card, red card. You know, and it's just like, what just happened? All of a sudden he's on a run of blanks, you know? And he's returning really well and consistently for his price, but it's still not like he's gonna like he's not an explosive player. He doesn't get bonus points, and he only has one double return game all season. Right, right, right. For whatever, I mean, he misses all his chances. He misses the target. He's missed so many fucking chances this season. He's twenty. Like he's a child. It's his yeah, first season, absolutely. and it's not you know. But I think it's still again, it's just where your problems are. Like you had five thousand flags last this week, and Richarlison had a good fixture. You're not looking there. So guess what? I, think I have two more flags this week. Exactly. So you're you're just fucked. Like you're keeping him until you have your flags go away. Until I but, wild card. Yeah, I don't know. But I could see him being looked at. I'm seeing yes. a lot more people talking about him. So I mean, yeah, I don't think he's like definitely hold and be patient. The fixtures haven't really mattered. They they look bad and they're kind of like they're turning back into the pumpkin, their carriage. What's that, Cinderella? That's a good job by me. <laughs> <laughs> Good you. Yeah, it's just so it's like I said, you know I, mean? I have no clarity with him because it's just been such a set and forget for so long. And his stats are still so good. And like even today, like he had a bunch of shots, like X goals were good, I test was good, everything. He looks really good. And so for me it it a little bit reminds me of why we both ended up keeping David Silva. And I mean, like, obviously, Richarlison's not David Silva and Watford's not Man City. They're not even in the same stratosphere. But, like, he's and the stats are still good. He's still really good value for his price. The eye test is still good. I'm, the fixtures are still good. And I'm just like, I just can't find a reason to actually get rid of him or to, like, focus on him, you know? I mean, we're starting to build a larger sample size, but I would argue that the stats are not good because the main stat that matters, shots on target, is fucking awful. <laughs> so right, right, right. that's, I mean, yeah, touches in the box, nice, attempts nice, but shots on target, absolutely disgusting from him basically all season. So I don't think his stats are good. I think he's a little bit flattering to deceive in that area. And I mean, his even his fucking teammates are saying he's fatigued and he has to ride him just because he has Silva has to ride him because of lack of other attacking options and lack of goals on the side. But I think it's, you yeah, know, that's it's, fair. That's fair. You know, yeah. You I mean, it's, it's just so hard. If you, if like, if you're someone with a two freeze or something like that, and you can get rid of Austin and turn Richarlison into Coutinho or something like, how is that bad? Like that just seems incredible, but not bad. To go down to Lingard, I mean, we should talk about Lingard. Let's just transition to Lingard because everyone in the world is tweeting in about him and asking about Slack and every United fan is up my dick. FPL Gecko said Lingard starting his sixth match in a row, in a row regardless of what he does today. He tweeted before the game. I need to hear some Lingard talk on the pod this week, especially given Richarlison's poor form is late. Could be an easy move to make. Like, What do you think? Is there anything there? 
Are we? Yeah, just I think it's haters. No, I think it's. I think it's a buy. I mean, I think at this point it's buy. He has six straight starts. Is all you need to know. And he's he was pretty fucking old Lingard today, but he's getting into positions and they created so much today. And with Paul in and he's playing a fairly attacking teams, even against, he's not parking against other shitty sides anymore. And they have pretty decent fixtures coming up. I think at the, the price is right at six. And I mean, he's getting subbed every game, but if you give me 75 minutes of a six, Oh United attacker, when they're countering this much, when they have Paul and his pace, and even though he's going to have his issues finishing, I think it's just a buy with confidence at this point, only at $6 million. I'm ready to go there with him. Yeah, it's funny you say he's been subbed every game. He's literally been subbed every game since he's returned. Game weeks 14 through this game week 19. Yeah, I mean, he has four goals to assist in that time. Two shots in the box per game, almost. Super solid. Like, the stats are there. It's just... You know, historically, we've both owned him at different points in FPL past, and he's just been, like, so bad and unbearably bad to watch. Someone in Slack, I think it was Andrew, said, like, basically when he's in form, he's pretty good, and when he's out of form, he's horrendously bad, and he's just kind of in form right now. And Yeah, I mean, that it might be as simple as that. He's just, he's just kind of good for now. Yeah, I mean, I think we're letting our old... This is one of those times when we're letting our old bad experiences cloud yeah. our judgment of what we're seeing. I think objectively, just looking at the stats, the team, the form. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, he's a fantastic guy. He absolutely should have scored today. I mean, he missed an open net. And yeah, you couldn't be... <laughs> that, that miss was spectacular. I mean, I loved, absolutely loved it. It was yes. hysterical, but like... Even he fucking scores that nine out of ten times, you know, I and... Mean, it's just, he, as you said, I mean, it was just like the games earlier this season where United were scoring four goals a game, the game today. And they had so much space and just so many chances on the break. They fucked every single one of them up, obviously, as they drew 2-2. But they sh- could have scored five, four or five. They should have at least scored three with his open net. And, yeah, it just happens sometimes. But he still returned, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, aside from Lingard, we haven't really talked much about it, but I suddenly find myself with Pogba and Lukaku on my team. Yeah, I know. You're a diehard red devil. I'm a diehard Manchester United fan until I die, but I'm a little... What do you you think about that? You watched the game today. Do you you feel like I'm in okay shape there? No, no. I think think it's bad. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. I mean, it's just... (laughs) <laughs> Again, like they, they both, this was the perfect game for them to both explode. And they absolutely should have. Lukaku's passing was tremendous. He created like several clear cut big chances. Like those are normally assists. And Pogba was pretty bad, but still created some stuff. And they, he had a wide open break where he teed up Rashford, who just completely fucked it up. I mean, so there should have been a lot more points today, and you would have just flew and had over 100 points. But overall, I mean, it was just... Pogba's only shots were from way outside of the box into fucking Rosed. Lukaku's touch was as bad as usual. I don't know if he... I don't even remember him shooting ever. He might have had zero shots. It was just, like, not good. Like like we said last week when we were talking about Ramen, we were like, yeah, he kind of returns like a, like a premium defender. And it was just like, wait... <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> that's really bad. He's you know, eleven and a half. That's good, right? Yeah. So I mean, no, okay. it didn't. 
I was scared all game because they had so many chances, but in the end, uh, I mean, the, it's just kind of bad value for Rom. Yeah, it's just, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to look it up how many shots that you have. The thing I'm just kind of like, he had, I mean, one, I did... he had one shot all game. Four four touches in the box, one shot. Like, what what is he doing? You know, but like I said, he had four, he created four chances and two yeah, big yeah. chances. You know, yeah, that's that's points on any normal that's points. Yeah, but the thing I mean, I did Silva to Pogba just because I I had to go less than him with the straight swap, and I was kind of just thinking like, let me get on Paul early. He's going to be nailed for 90 in the festive period, kind of similar to Lukaku. I mean, obviously, if I had Aguero instead of Lukaku, that would have been fucking fantastic today. But kind of same thoughts. I feel like even though they didn't get points for me today, and I, in general, don't love having double United attack because they are so erratic and their scoring is so erratic, they seem like good assets to have for the next, like, three game weeks when there's three games in, like, a week and a half, you know? Yeah, so when they're I'll, nailed for 90 up against bad yeah, teams. Yeah, Burnley, Southampton, Everton. I mean, Lukaku at Everton. If he's going to have another double return the rest of the season, it'll probably be at Everton. So I'm feeling in my gut that I'll probably try and stick for three weeks and then I'll reassess. But Yeah, I okay. think you stick there. I mean, it's not. It's far from it. urgent and there's not really anyone better as we've been talking about for weeks on weeks. It's just... What's Marotta's ceiling? It's about the same, and he's been a complete fucking nightmare for me. And Lacazette looks pretty good, but you know, I, I don't know. There's not, there's no one else that's like an obvious move to Lukaku, unless you want to consider Kuhn. And I don't know. A lot of people tweeted it about Kuhn. FPL Kiwi said, "Do we keep slash want Kuhn despite rotation?" And at why do I play FPL, which is a great name, said, "Should I do Lukaku to Kuhn?" So I'm. Is Kuhn I am real? thinking about that. I mean, yeah, obviously he's really he's fucking more points than Lukaku and he barely plays. But that's the thing is that he kind of barely plays. So yeah, he barely plays. That's the thing that's a little concerning with Aguero is, you know, pretty much everyone who owned Aguero captain him today, right? I mean, we knew that he was going to play based on Jesus playing 120. But when there's a pileup, we have three games coming really fast. I mean, he's at most going to play two of those it's just a tough one. When do you transfer him? When is there, when's a good time? I mean, maybe now's not the right time. And if he doesn't play Newcastle, then you bring him in for Palace, but then maybe he doesn't play. You know, you're always going to be doing that. Is he going to be on the team sheet kind of thing? And when you're spending 11 change, I mean, granted, Kane Salah kind of captain box for you. I mean, I think it's worth it because Lukaku hasn't had a double-digit haul since fucking game week five in like September. Right, and Kuhn's so like are mid- just so high. Yeah. So, I mean, what what are you missing? Like, Lukaku, yeah, he plays every game, but he's getting, like, five fucking points. So, in games when Aguero doesn't play, I mean, you're not going to get zero off your bench. Like, you get two or three. Maybe you get lucky. I mean, you'll lose maybe a couple points. But when Aguero plays, he's getting fucking hauls. So Yeah, it just goes back to value, which has been a theme all season long, especially with Kane's ridiculously high price. It's just, like, it's hard to feel like you're getting any sort of return on value with Kuhn because he's completely uncaptainable. <laughs> like in 99% of matches, he's uncaptainable. And you're paying that much for him. But yeah, I mean, he's just... I remember in preseason when we were talking about Rom versus Kuhn and they were the same price. And I was like, what are we even talking about? Yeah. Like, one yeah. of them is a fucking donkey on Manchester United managed by Mourinho. And one of them is, has been the best striker in the league for like almost 10 years and is managed by Pep. And they're like the most attacking team in the world. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, I'm eyeing that hard. 
And I'm not sure if I want to like try and save and, and do that or, or just hold Okaga for the next three, yeah. get my 90 in for the next three, and then maybe try and angle towards making that switch after because it does seem like Aguero's first choice. Jesus is playing his fair share of minutes, but when Aguero's fit and he's not like two games in a week kind of thing or playing in Champions League, shit like that, like he's picking him first choice over Jesus and as he should be, because he's a fucking clinical goal scorer. He has 12 goals in almost like a thousand minutes. It's insane. So Kuhn, I think Kuhn in. I feel like it's time to get Kuhn. But again, as I mentioned, now that we have pretty decent benches and we usually have some coverage, it's like he's getting huge explosions now. He looked really on it today. And City just can't not score at least three goals a game. It's now at this point, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it makes me sad because when I brought Kuhn in, I have the same read that we're having right now. You know, I was like, I'm pretty sure he's first choice. Like, he'll get rested sometimes, but he's he's first choice. And he just had, like, a bad spell and was rested every other game when I brought him in. And now he's just, when he's starting, he's really returning. It's just, I don't know, triple return today. It might be chasing points. It's just... It's so hard. It's we've never really ever had this in FPL where like one of the best assets in the game is not nailed. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, it is not. It's definitely weird. It's a very strange thing to deal with. It's I don't think it's anything near chasing points because he's second in the forward thing. It might be doing it this week. This I think week is what I mean. This yeah. week, yeah. Because he could easily not play against Newcastle. Like that's a very, very certain thing he that could happen. Probably in won't. Yeah. Probably won't. I mean, he's going to miss either Newcastle or Palace. So, yeah. You know, I don't, he might, because then the other thing, if you look at the time, like he could play Newcastle, miss Palace, and then he has five days before Watford. So he could play two and three kind of thing. Like that, that makes more sense to me. Otherwise, he, otherwise, if he plays him in Palace, then, you know, Jesus plays two of the next three. But this is all fucking bullshit. I have no, no one idea. Knows. Play. No one knows. The only this game is- he's probably nailed for is at Liverpool after, like, the international break or after the long break, you know, like game week 23. That's probably when he's next yeah. 100% nailed. All right. Um, going. I want to go to the opposite end of the spectrum because we had Chazzy, Chazzy Austin, baby, mm. had his nice return, but he's fucking dead as fuck. Um Dead and a definite retro, retrospective yeah. ban coming in. A lot of people are shifting into three five two or five four one. Everyone's looking for those budget forwards. So I'm seeing a lot of Depoitras coming in. I'm talking, seeing still a lot of DCLs. I see the best cheap option. Crouch started today, returned. I mean, he's only four eight. What do you see in that really cheap region? Because I'm also, I still have fucking the ass, so I want to kill with a he's, stake. He's literally fucking you in, in the ass. Wow, very uh, good. Um, what I see in that range is no one that I want to start, basically, is the, the short answer, I think. Um, like, Departure's been good. I don't want to start a Huddersfield forward every week. Calvert-Lewin has some returns. We've We've kind of already talked about him a lot in previous pods. I don't really... Trust Everton or Big Sam. I mean, just look at their game today. They had no chance of ever scoring. Um, I'm just looking at a bunch of, like you said, like transition to 3-5-2 or 4-5-1 seems to be what's in vogue right now and probably where I'll go too because I have Chaz. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think making money on Chaz and, and getting a midfielder is just so much better than relying on 
any of the aforementioned forwards at the same price. Yeah, I mean, Crouch, actually, I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize, but he started the last three. He started five of the last six. So he's 4-8. He's probably a pretty decent shot at this point. I'm assuming that Stoke are going to buy in January, which is going to be troublesome for any of these types of forwards. 4 is pretty cheap, though. And then Quain are also... crazy with, cheap, but it's like you don't want to start him every week. No, right? you don't want to start him, but if you have to buy someone and you want... Yeah. I mean, it's. I would rather spend 4-8 on Crouch or 4-6 on Quain with Kachunga dead. Then spend at this point like five four on Calvert Lewin. Way, I would rather I'd just, so, so much rather that I completely even, agree. Or even the five three on departure, even though yeah he scored again and he's been kind of looking pretty decent. And I mean they have Mounier still kind of lurking around there. And, yeah, I mean he's got three and three and he had a couple assists. Departure is definitely on form right now, so it's hard to imagine that he'd be dropped without a couple bad games. And even like fucking Hemed came in today and. Glenn Murray is very bad. So Hamed returned. He's four eight. I think he's definitely a name to monitor because I could see him getting a string of starts. But. Yeah, it's just like the stats and stuff. Like Debacher barely shoots. He shoots like once per game. You know, it's just Fuck like Huddersfield. it's that kind of shit. They're Huddersfield. Like that's just not. It's like my complaints about RLC, who's obviously flying now and makes me look really dumb. But it's very similar when I was talking like three ish weeks ago when I brought Chaz in was I don't want to start RLC every week, even though he's he is incredible value. He's the best 4-5 in the history of FPL, probably the best 4-5. But I just don't want him as a starting attacker every week. I, I That's what I see with, like, Depotra and Crouch okay. and shit. I just, so basically, get as cheap as you can. Yeah, I'd, I'd so much rather make money on that and upgrade Richarlison or upgrade your... RLC or upgrade, you know, some other guy. I mean, there's upgrade your defense or something like that. Like, I'd so much rather make money than try and go Gale or something like that. One thing I do want to mention is Callum Wilson. I mean, 5'7". I know Bournemouth are kind of a fucked up mess, but looks like he's going to be starting kind of regularly. I don't know if you if you really want to get someone who you could maybe throw a cheeky shout at to start every week, give him a few games. I think his fixture is a little bit did, better. But Did he start or did a Fobe start? He started today. He got to like 70, I think. Okay, okay. Yeah, there's just, some, just there are some radar guys. I just don't really trust any of them. Yeah, I'm like Tammy. He's at least he's starting now with Boney yeah. out, but he's fucking terrible. Yeah, he's gray in with Deanie suspended. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's again, we're talking about 10, 15 midfielders we want, and we're talking about these shitty ass forwards. Like, if like you save a million, back. <laughs> if you save a million to get like a better midfielder, that's probably the way to go. Yeah, I definitely think so. All right, let's, what else? Let's maybe do one or two more things and then try and do a little quicker pod today with a short turnaround. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's uh, one thing that we could maybe talk about is just, I don't know, Chelsea attack. Like, everyone's getting rid of Hazard and panicking with Hazard. We kind of talked about that last week, how it's probably dumb. Murata's been so bad for me, <laughs> just... Couldn't possibly be worse. Blank, didn't play, played 17 minutes, didn't play, suspended. So I don't know. I don't know what, what to say about them. I'm just curious your thoughts on like Chelsea and their attack as they were they're just so blunt today. Do you expect them to kind of pick it up a little? Or I mean, it's going to help a lot when they could take William off the pitch. He's horrible. Yeah, yeah, um, they have home, Bright- they have, I mean, home Brighton, home Stoke coming up. I think it's I, I, not a lot changed for me. I think since we potted last, yeah, I still think yeah. if you have Hazard in, he's going to get points. This is he's he always gets points. You know, it's the same fucking beating that horse. Some kind, you know, that's yeah. that. 
Murata, same thing. I think he's. Yeah, I think he'll get it's points. a very. He's going to get points. I think it's a very lateral transfer kind of. He'll be looking around in the same price bracket, like going to Firmino or something. I guess if you're changing formation or you're making a really significant upgrade with a double switch in midfield, you know, I could be a little bit more open to that. But in general, I just think that your guys are not going to score every week. And if you transfer in players who scored this week, you know, they might not score. Next, you know, that's all. It's the same kind of thing. We, we chase our yeah. tails. So, yeah. I, I mean, mean Chelsea Rata, we just haven't seen him in for so long. Yeah. And it's the just, Chelsea fixtures are yeah. home Brighton, home Stoke at Arsenal, home Leicester, Brighton, Bournemouth, Watford, West. I mean, they're playing all the worst teams in the yeah. league through February. So they should score some goals. <laughs> They should. And they yeah. have in the last couple. And I mean, if you're spending fucking 20, 23 million, 22 million on two players who are blanking or getting banned, then you're having a hard time. But you can make that ground up if you stay patient. You know, it, it depends on where your biggest problems are. But if you want to double switch Hazard out to get like Phil and upgrade Richarlison to, you know, Silva, like that's good. That's a fucking good switch. Yeah. If that's your biggest problem, then do that because you're, you're getting two really great assets in and you're, you're making your economy work better because obviously, as we've been saying forever, Hazard's not a captaincy option, no matter, you know, at this price. And so. bad value. And Maranta's kind of bad value yeah. too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but it's a tough, it's a really tough one. It's trying patience at this point just yeah. because of how, I mean, they can't score against Everton. I know he played one attacker today, Sam with the bus, but it's not a good sign. They're not scoring. It's, I mean, defense is where the points have been. Yeah. Maybe we should just get triple defense. I think some one of us is on. Okay. Um, do we want to just jump ahead to captains and shit? I mean, the next game week, it's Saturday today when we're potting. The next game week is Tuesday. It's coming right up. It's right here, basically. So I think we could jump ahead, yeah? Yeah, let's just one quick. I mean, I know we've been talking about the doubles again, but we have, what do we have, 20, 21, and then we have the blank soon. So, I mean, the what blank are you, what, is I mean, in 21, right? In 21, yeah. yeah. So what are your thoughts? I mean, save two to going into 22 is ideal? That would be ideal. Yeah, if you have yeah. two frees in 22, you could bring in a West Ham player and defender or something like that. Yeah. Even though they fucking fell apart today. Yeah, their defense not so hot today. I, I think would not be surprised to see uh, England's number one coming in next week. We'll see. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see kind of highlights about that. I heard it was bad though. Adrian. One, one was really bad, but it's just, this is the kind of thing that's with Moise. He always says this fucking shit about Joe Hart. I don't know, but I just like, I'm, I would be nervous. About it. Just, it's just something I'm a little bit worried about. Hopefully if we get Joe Hart, he's at least wearing a baseball cap. Let's cap in. All right, let's go. Um, Captains. Yeah, let me see. So we're looking at game week 20. I like how we don't even talk about Kenny as a fucking hat trick. Is, it, is, it, is that fine? I mean, he's just... How but long like, How people, long have we been saying you just hold I know, Kane? but I feel like we have fucking different narratives of people fucking shitting on our faces about either we're saying everyone's bad or we're saying, like, we pick these guys. Yeah, there have been a lot of haters lately. Yeah, a of, I mean, a lot of hit. Should we? Is that good for like we didn't mention him today? And yeah, we don't have to like, rub it good? in. Kane is really good. We both have him. Everyone should have him and keep him. He's really good. Um, so captaincy. I mean, there is Spurs home Southampton. That is a thing in the world. Uh, there's Chelsea home Brighton, Liverpool home Swans. Cities at Newcastle. There's some tasty ass fixtures on the cards. 
Um, hard to overlook Salah. I mean, that's where I went first. Yeah, yeah. it's just home against. I, they're the worst team in the league, right? Swansea. I mean, obviously, I watched the game today very closely. They were playing Palace. They were very bad, all over the shop. Yeah, just I feel like completely it's completely all over the shop. You know, I mean, they have a new Leon Britton in, but. You know, maybe he's good. I, I don't want to shit on Leon Britton. Like, he was a fine player and stuff. But their players, the individual skill level is so low. Very low. low. Like, Very I remember low. when Eddie was like, oh, they don't have Federico Fernandez. And we were like, dude, like, that's not like <laughs> – they're not like missing a key piece there. Like, he is fucking horrible. He could have gotten sent off today. If he wasn't the captain wearing the captain armband, he, he, he could have gotten sent and off. And he conceded the pen, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, they have Fab, they have Mawson, and they have, like, very few other things that are good things in the world. It just seems like a Liverpool route is probably on the cards. It's just Kane, the other thing, you start to talk about the fucking record or some bullshit in the calendar. You know, you like calendar year records and shit like that. Oh, God, fucking kill me with that shit. (laughs) Oh, yeah, fucking... Alan Shearer in the calendar year. Like, Shearer played 42 fucking games. Who cares? Like, Kane's, Kane's donging. I don't know. Calendar no, year. No. I, I like season stats, you know, but whatever. Okay, go ahead. But, you know, what were, you we're, a couple, we're a couple game weeks ago. We are talking about if the fixture is close, then it's Salah all day. And I don't think I – Burnley were fucked up today. Like, they're playing with three second-choice defenders – they were bad. Like, and I don't. Yes. And Kane Spurs was were, good. Kane was good. Spurs were like kind of creating a little bit, but they weren't like fluid. I don't know. They were okay. It was a really weird game. They were good, but yeah, it did seem a it little was weird. like weird, fluky shit kind of. Yeah, it felt and like. And they got they, the first pen of the season. That surely helped. Yeah. And I just don't think that today was enough for me to go back already on that just because Han had, Kane had a hat. And, I mean, Salah's still double-returning, fucking all his scores. I think Swansea are so much worse than Southampton. Yeah, I agree with that. But I'm not sure. I'm going to be back and forth between them all all two days before the deadline, I think, because I'm really not sure. It's a tough one. But then at the and same is, time, we both capped Raz this week, and he donned, yeah. like, that. that's not out of the picture either. I mean, Raz has been incredible and ridiculously consistent, and he's shown himself to be nailed at a pretty bad Newcastle side who – haven't kept it clean in a very long time. Like, I don't hate that either. There's a lot of really good caps this week. It's It's been so weird, like, last four game weeks where we have a few options and they all keep scoring pretty similarly. I think there was, like, one week where Hazard blanked and other guys did well, so they got fucked. But in general, it's kind of like we're all looking at the same few guys and then the game week ends and they're all within, like, three or four points. And, like, it's not like one guy fucking came in huge and all the other guys blank. So yeah, the I don't only know people this, who missed this week, I guess, were like Rom caps and Kev caps. Yeah, Kev, or if anyone kept Hazard too, I guess. I don't yeah, know. but I don't know if this I, this feels very similar to me, where all three of these guys could get braces. But you know, it's going to be it's this is fucking hard cap. But yeah, I'm definitely looking at Salah and Kane. I think I don't think I'm going to go back to Raz. Yeah, it just seems silly with Salah. I mean. Yeah. We got How out many? of jail. We got out of jail with Raz, right? But oh yeah, if Raz didn't do what Raz did and Salah, you know that's just so dumb. Like, why are we not capping Salah every week all the time? His returns are fucking absurd. He has so many double digit hauls. 
recently and consistently. It's just, yeah, it seems like it's just. And he has one blank since game week eight. Is that good? Yeah, I think that's good. And he has one, two, three, four, five double digits in that time too. Yeah. So I mean, so but the only thing with capping Salah is it's just like a little bit boring. You know, it's like it's exciting to get points, but you're not actually like gaining places on the people that you're competing with because what's his captaincy gonna be fifty percent this week, probably? Yeah, so I mean if he has like a effective ownership of like one fifty, then you know, you're still gonna gain on some people. At least you can fucking root for him to get points. I haven't yes. had that. Yeah, haven't we haven't had that. Had that. Yeah. Like it would be fun to I mean, watch Liverpool. And I like, always oh, have I that, but yeah. yeah. But, you know, for me, I don't fucking give a shit about Liverpool, even though I like you and you're my best friend. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, no, we get to root for him, and maybe there'll be some percentage of people who captain a city guy or Kane, and we'll hopefully pass all of them. But um, but like watching Liverpool with just Salah is an absolutely terrible experience. Yeah, I mean, I think Coutinho's a shout, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely a shout. He's just as consistent. Yeah, I mean, what's what's his name? I already forgot his name. The guy who I'm pretty sure is going to be in first place after today. He or someone up there on the prize league captain Coutinho this week and had a fucking like huge over ninety point ridiculous haul. And it's just like, yeah, he's. Like I said earlier, when Coots fit, his points per game are absolutely elite consistently for seasons, you know? So very high. Yeah, he's Nicole. a good guy. He's a captaincy option. Um, I mean Kuhn Kuhn is too risky, is that correct, do you think? I think it's too risky. Even though I agree with you that I think he's pretty much first choice. I think he's just better than Jesus. It's just... They have three days. They play on Wednesday. They're the only team on Wednesday. No, they're on Wednesday and Arsenal Palace are on Thursday. Lucky Mm -hmm. fucks. They get a nice little break. Mm. Um, It's just not worth it, right? I mean, like, Kuhn's ownership is still pretty low. If you have him and he hauls and you just captain safe with Salah or something, you're still rising. You're not, like, rising to the magnitude that you could have been, but you're still... He's still very he's seventeen percent owned, you know, he's less owned than Rooney. You know, <laughs> like I mean he's just so hungover from all the eggnog and shit. Probably threw up and on the jog, pregame jog, and Sam was just like, I can't have this. <laughs> all right, what are you looking at for uh for your team? So I have the aforementioned flags. I mean, I'm just my flags are up. Um, Tarkovsky's still going to miss the next two. And then Chaz, I expect to miss like at least 10 games. Um, so I'm probably going to look at a defensive move just because my other defenders. So I have Christensen and Jones who are just nailed to start, but then I have Lejeune and Duffy. Lejeune is uh, maybe not a starter anymore. Who knows? And he has City. And Duffy is back, but he's at Chelsea, which is, like, I guess okay, but not good. So I don't want to start either of them. So if I can do Tarkovsky for, like, Mike Smalling, I can afford that. That's good. He's knocked, though. What's going on with him? Yeah, he he couldn't jump at the end of the game. Oh, yeah, you missed the end of the game. Like he Jumping seems important. Yeah, the Maguire goal. He was, like, limping around, and they, they crossed it in far post, and Smalling was just, like, grimacing and didn't leave the ground and Lester equalized, but... 
I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, I'll need to wait on Smalling News. I mean, hopefully he's fine, and that would be a really good move for me, and I'd be tripling United defense, which is a very you move, but seems good. But if not Smalling, I mean, there's there's like Mustafi. You could go, you could go West Ham. I could go West Ham. There's – well, who are West Ham on this week, though? Oh, they're Bournemouth. Yeah, it's pretty good, I guess. Because I definitely, like, this week is such an annoying thing with the back pictures. You can't really go, going into Gaming 21 with three blankers, no, you are that. fucked. Because that's going to be a very heavy rotation. Like, I mean, you probably need to try and get Sun out. Even two, We didn't really talk about that, actually, for the double. I mean, if you have two blankers in Gaming 21, like Kane and someone else, or you have even three, some people are going to have three, you could be in for fucking, like, a nine player game week for game week 21 because fixtures there's like two days there's a day off, off. Yeah. there's like yeah there's one day off two days off and then there's two days mm. off for game week 22 and then one day off for the double game i mean i mean my my thoughts I'm are like don't even that. worry about it because it's a complete dice roll fuck fest just get the yeah. best guys and just pray yeah. that you get points and that they play and stuff but yeah. yeah i was looking at mustafi too i mean they have they're at palace at west brom and they have some good fixtures after that. I mean, I don't know, but it's probably going to be Tarkovsky out. Okay. And then I'll wait on a Chaz downgrade and do that later. Okay. Yeah. And you still haven't taken a hit all year. Yeah, I could. I could take a hit. It's a very reasonable time for me to take a hit. With RLC, he's home Arsenal, home City is next to it. Don't want to start him in that. So I could take a hit for. And do Tarkowski and Austin out, and I'd start a forward over RLC and get a defender in. It seems pretty good, honestly. So maybe I'll do that. Cool. What about you? I'm really not sure. Um, I mean, as of right now, I have lo- I'm starting lots of sheep this week. Um, I don't have much in the way of bank. I still have Yas, but I only I only have point four in the bank. Um, my bench right now is Stevens, Yas, and Dunk. I can't believe Lewis didn't score today. Holy shit. God, I mean, I had him on first on my bench this week, so I would have been fucking ballistic if he finally <laughs> scored a goal and I had him on my bench. I would have been so much on more for sad. like a 16-pointer or something. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking of saving, but I am still kind of... I'm going to think about Lukaku to Aguero. Yeah, it's worth thinking about. I just, I don't know if... At this point, it's just dumb to hold. I don't. I I need to think more. I feel like a fucking little bitch not making up my mind right now because normally it's like you know we make decisions and we we talking head talking head ourselves. But <laughs> that's what happens when we're fucking potting day of games. Day of. I still haven't, Dude, I still process everything. There are too many so games today. It's fucked up. It's also Christmas is like tomorrow or two days and you're. Your mom's in town, and it's fucking fucked up time. Your mom's in from New York. It's a busy time. It's a busy time. I mean, Eddie did fucking cane to Coon, and he basically, at the end of the day, was just like, fuck it. It makes me happy. When Coon scores and I don't have him, I'm actually, like, upset and really pissed off, and Kane has been pissing me off. And in the end, it was like, you know, Kane had a hat trick, but they basically scored the same. And it's just like, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, it's is Kuhn better than Rom? He's a thousand trillion times better. Will he outscore him long term? Yeah, probably. He has been doing it all year. No reason to slow down. So I don't know. It's probably yeah. not. Bad. I mean, 
It's probably not bad. Just the timing of it. Like if the I timing do, of it's I, really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. If I bring in a rotation shout there for eleven and change, and like my bench this week is fucking bad because Stevens and Dunk play Chelsea, maybe it would be better to do later. And I mean, the yeah. ass is a fucking problem. I mean, he doesn't even get off the bench. He's a zero. So I don't know if I should do that transfer. So well, yeah, Sam would never sub on an attacker. That's ridiculous. No, that's thing. ridiculous. He has to sub on CDMs and shit. So. I mean, what do you think for me? If you were in my shoes, would you be looking? I mean, I feel maybe saving is my best bet. Saving is usually the best bet, and your team is really good. I'd probably save if I were you. And the only thing with Rom is also like, I don't know how close we are to it, but like, when is Latan pushing for a start? Like, how he many of that those Rom? Yeah, and he scored and was pretty good. You know, and they lost obviously to Bristol, but like. Rom doesn't score much, <laughs> you know, like Zlatan definitely adds a lot that Rom can't do and they'll have to play a little bit differently, together. but what? I think they would, just, they would just play together. See, that seems horrible to me, but it I, what seems horrible, but Moose obviously knows a lot more about football than me. Like starting Ander Herrera ever seems horrible to me and he does it all the time. Does so the time. I, it yeah. doesn't, you know, I don't know what horrible is anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So save, I'll probably save. Yeah. Saving is really good. And there's going to be so many injuries and fucked up shit over this period to have two freeze is, is huge. I feel like. Yeah. So, eh. um, all right. So let's slap a, uh, patron ass. We're at patreon.com slash FMLPL. Help support the pod, join up, join our leagues, all that shit. We have a bunch of big-time announcements for the new year. Not right now, but we'll announce them like, I don't know. Game game Week 23 pod, we'll announce a bunch of new shit, so that'll be fun. But uh, only one ass to slap this week. We got uh, <clears throat> we got Drew Lucas with a K. So we got Drew Lukash. We had one other, Andrew Milanez also came in with a little cheeky donation. Oh, a little cheeky. Sorry about that, Andrew. Oh, 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 Drew Milanez. Double Drew session. Oh, yeah. Andrew and Drew. I love that. Good friends. Um, That's it, right? Yeah. Fucking pod. Yeah. Quick little little number, you know? I mean, it's still probably like an hour, but, you know, we just had to bang it out on Saturday night. I'm not going out on Saturday night. I'm fucking potting. That's what we do here. Check us out at fmlfield.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfield. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash fmlfield. And cheers! Cheers!